0: You're now listening to the Call
1: Up Podcast, streaming on all major podcast platforms and on YouTube. And now, here's
0: your host, Kenny.
1: All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to another year, 2022. We just finished uh, kicking off day one pay per view for uh, WWE, fellas. How was your new year's first off it
2: was it's good man it was a, good
0: It pretty much rained here all day but i didn't have to do anything so
1: Ugh. yeah it rained here too which was great because i got this to, to stay home it started raining more now but uh other than that it was great so normally guys if you see us here, it's normally me and uh mike over here giving our uh our recap of every single pay-per-view but We bring in a guest with us today. You know, you guys seen him a couple of times. He is my co-host over on Monday nights. And his name is Toe Tax. Toe, what is going on? Toe, Mike, Mike, Toe. What's going on, Mike? You know? So WWE finally gave us a pay-per-view here on on another Saturday to kick off the new year. Right. Uh, as many Saturdays that they're trying to give us, as Nick Khan said, he's trying to give us more and more Saturday pay-per-views, which is great to me because now I don't have to. I can go to sleep now after talking to you guys and not have to wake up early in the morning. That's true. You know what I mean? I can actually have a cold beer. have one in my hand. I got a Corona. It nice. would not give me it would not get me sick. May give me a little headache in the morning. But other than that, you know, uh, Mike, what did you do for uh, for New Year's?
0: Nothing. I watched some football yesterday, and uh, I went to bed early.
1: Whatever you say. Wait, you say you did not kick off the New Year? You didn't say Happy New Year? None of this. Uh,
0: no.
1: You sound like Toe. I feel like I'm the only one that said Happy New Year to people.
0: You no, live I in said new, York happy new Year and don't go to Times Square.
1: So I, I told you I would never go to Times. <laughs> well, Toe's from New York too, and I'm never gonna go to Times Square yeah. to to watch the ball drop because that's they. Well, you know what? Not for nothing we could have went yesterday because they only had 10,000 people in there and we was watching it and people were like scattered around.
0: Yeah. They were just crazy. Like, they were showing at like five o'clock. Like as many people were already there. I'm like, that's too long to just stand out in the middle of nowhere.
1: Yeah. But no, but I mean the way they had it there, like you can easily just, um, you could, um, walk to maybe go go get like something to eat or go to the bathroom they're not like other years where you literally was just like you couldn't go out there and you know you you literally had to sit you had to sit there, to sit there and w- like where the pens just to <laughs> freaking you know use the bathroom and I've, I've heard some crazy stories when it came to these people going to times square to watch the ball drop
2: yeah fuck that I think it's against the law for New Yorkers to be in Times yeah, That definitely <laughs> sounds like a, a tourist thing. Yeah, man, oh they, real New Yorkers don't like that many people around them.
1: De- definitely not. So we got day 1, um what did you guys think of the kickoff? I'm surprised it even had a kickoff match just because of all the uh the COVID related talks that they had. You know, a lot of people were out you know, you can obviously see they could have, you know, used a little bit more talent that they had. Uh, we had no Charlotte Flair for this one. We had no Sasha Banks. We had no Belair. Um, who else were we missing? We had no Finn. We had no Austin Theory. So it was a little weird to see all these people not in this in the in these pay per views where we normally get to see them, and then we just get to, like this small group of people. And if, obviously, with the big news, you know, leading into the pay per view, we had no Roman Reigns. He ended up going and testing positive for COVID. So, but the uh the kickoff show, we had Rich Holland and uh Seamus versus Cesaro and uh Ricochet. What did you guys think of that uh that match?
2: I mean, he really broke the shit out of his nose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like Rich, Rich Holland can't uh can't get any luck on his side He's he's been very injury prone tell me about it
1: Word. it's like the minute you put rich holland in a big situation something happens it happens to him in nxt he broke his leg or like his ankle and he was out for a good while and now you make it to the main roster and boom you get your nose broken
0: yeah well and then the fact that he's partners with sheamus who dealt with the same thing and wore the mask now Rich is probably gonna turn around and have to wear that mask.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, you know what? Not for nothing. It'll be good for him to wear that mask for the simple fact, as like now because you're like Sheamus' protege. Like, of right. course, now you have to like go through these steps with him. You know, like everybody else. So I, I would love to see what WWE is gonna do with this. Hopefully, you know, we don't get no uh, no Disney cartoon character storyline with these things. But uh, I I can't wait to see this. You know, um but what a way to start off the pay-per-view going in now to this pay-per-view when we had uh, the Usos versus the New Day for the SmackDown tag team titles. I thought this was a great idea to start th- to start them off um, first because we all know we can, you know, we can always get a five star match when it comes to the Usos and the New Day, um, whether they are the kickoff show, the beginning, the middle or the end, they're going to put on a freaking five star match. And they didn't disappoint Atlanta, you know, being the home of, uh, of Xavier Woods, they all loved the New Day, but they half the crowd was was rooting for um, the Usos. So it was a little back and forth. I was obviously rooting for the New Day because I'm, you know, a New Day fan since day one. But uh, <laughs> what did you guys think?
2: Since tonight you was a New Day fan?
1: Yeah. No, 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 not, not since tonight, <laughs> okay. Since they started.
2: All right. Since the first day of their career, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. This wouldn't, this wouldn't be a good start if it was their first, their, first, um, their first day on the job.
2: Yeah, right? I mean, they always hit a house down. You know, the, I, I predicted that match being a match of the night. Mm. You know, but it's like they fought so many times. How much new stuff can you really do? You know what I'm saying? Right.
0: Yeah, they know they know each other so well, like, you know, they're going to put on a good match. But like Toe said, it's like how much different stuff can you come up with? What's going to happen? <laughs> that's why I'm hoping we're going to see that Xavier Woods like singles run this year. Right. That's that's, that's my hopes.
1: And Xavier was looking really good in this match. I remember I was talking to somebody and I was just like, man, his cardio is because he went and he was doing like a couple of moves back and forth. And he looked like he was not even out of breath when he was doing all this. And I was like, shit, like, way to go. Because not me. I would have been, like, tired out. Like, forget this.
2: <laughs> it's a word. I was getting tired just looking at him. <laughs> I mean, it was weird to see that awkward 3D to end the match, though.
1: Yeah, that you know what? When when they ended it that way with the 3D, like the first thing that came to my mind was this was like, I can't wait to see what Billy Ray is gonna say on Busted Open Radio. Because you know he's really big on tag teams and he's like he he likes to criticize a lot. So for them to to use this, I don't know if maybe they they you know they got permission to like to say like, hey, you know, we wanna use this move. Cause I know a lot of talent, they'll go and say like, you know, they'll wanna uh, get permission first before they start using somebody else's move so I'm, I'm i'm really curious as to see whether or not they um they actually got permission from these guys to 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 use it
0: yeah i mean it was it was a good match though like and, and they got i guess when you cut a match like brock and uh roman out you obviously are giving a lot of time to everybody right because uh, really outside of your main event i feel like every match had a good pace and a good amount of time including the uh the pre-show match. So, I'm kind of glad they uh they didn't move that to the main card, but yeah, definitely a good way to to start the show off, get the crowd going. Uh even if you gave the Usos the win, uh the crowd was still ready for a for a pretty good show.
2: Yeah, they they set the tempo. They they really set the tempo. It it was crazy though how the other tag team match ended in like a modified 3D. Right uh you know the push-up into the rko and i was just you know like yo did they really did they plan that or was that just like impromptu for the usos to do <laughs> the 3d
1: exactly that was the one thing that i was thinking about too but uh i don't know i know maybe not too many people especially a lot of people in the chat there was you know they're rooted for the usos but i want to see them do this again like i want to see the new day versus the usos again i know me and to- we talked about it before and i was just like do i really want to see this again I think they kind of, but they kind of, they really impressed me to the point where I'm like, man, I I want to see this match again, and I want to see if these people, you know, like, will the same like, if we're gonna get the same results, can they pull something else out? Can they give us something new? You know, um, you know, is, is it gonna be like a reversal where like Kofi's gonna be the one to to be all around the ring, and Xavier is just gonna be like his backup, or are we gonna to continue to see? Xavier Woods, you know, thrive and, and and grow, especially leading into the Royal Rumble, you know, like this is going to be a big thing now going into the Royal Rumble is whether or not like Ken Woods actually win the Rumble or is he just going to be, you know, Mr. King of the Ring?
2: Yeah, not for nothing, the way it ended, I'm kind of hoping for Bobby Lashley to win that Royal
1: Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want Bobby Lashley to win the Rumble. Yeah. Like I...
2: <laughs> my my dream, bro. My dream has always been Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, and tonight they teased that man. Right. They teased it. You know, come on. Like, we need we need something like that, man. We need that. I mean,
0: oh it's got to be better than what it would have been like two years ago,
1: right? That's true. I mean, you know, think about it is that both of them can go. Yeah. So if we get Brock versus Bobby, it's still gonna be a really good match because you know Bobby Lashley is really fast for a big guy you know so i can definitely see that you know being a really good match going in you know even if bobby was to win the the you know to win the rumble and especially the way the the roster is now is very thin yeah you know we we freaking got johnny knoxville in the goddamn royal rumble (laughs) thank god i'm not even going to this because if i had to spend money and 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 see this you know i mean this one surprise entry going in and then being johnny knoxville fucking shoot myself You know, but, but anyway, so we have, uh, the, the next match that we had, we had Matt Cat Moss versus drew McIntyre. I talked so much shit about this. Everybody did on, on Twitter and on Instagram where they were just like poor drew McIntyre having to fight Matt Cat Moss, but they actually put on a really good match. I was impressed. Like they, did, yeah. they went back and forth. It wasn't a squash match. I really, literally thought it was gonna be like a squash match, or somebody was gonna interfere, and it was gonna be a bullshit finish. But, um, but these two guys put on a great show. You know, Drew McIntyre showed that he could, you know, be a leader in the ring to somebody like, you know, like Moss, and, and Moss can like continue to dance his way, uh, through this match. So, what did you think?
2: I mean it was good for what it was. Like it, it felt like that should have been a roll, but you know, shout out to his suspenders. No matter how much they tried, them <laughs> shits did not fall off,
1: bro. <laughs> he had the Steve Urkle edition yeah. fucking suspenders because that shit IRS was. Strong.
2: Ones. He needed the IRS ones because the front would have clipped off, but them shits didn't want did not want to come off at all <laughs> after that shit.
1: Oh my god, Mike, what did you think?
2: Yeah, like I mean Riddick Moss is not a, not a bad
0: wrestler. He's in a terrible gimmick storyline but Mm -hmm. look if you put him in a in another singles thing he would just end up buried on the roster so like he's probably not upset at all where he's at right now he's on tv every week Mm -hmm. with baron corbin so as bad as it might be like looking at it i mean they're on tv every week they're on every pay-per-view basically so and he put on a good match and now it's going to lead into whatever they're going to do with with corbin and drew i guess but yeah it makes i I think it looks worse on drew than anybody but it's probably eventually leading into a drew roman match at some point
1: now later on in the show it showed that um you know drew mcintyre does get attacked by uh happy corbin and you know riddick and uh and moss so it looks like this storyline is going to continue um looks like it will continue into the rumble which I really thought that they would maybe break this team up during, you know, during the, um, during the rumble and maybe have Moss go and eliminate Corbin or Corbin el- eliminating, um, you know, Matt Moss. But uh, it, it looks like these two are still going to be a team, you know, um, are, are we going to end up seeing a rematch tomorrow between these, between these two?
0: I mean, you don't have a lot of, after the the most recent draft, everybody's on Raw, so there's not a lot of star power on SmackDown. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't get Moss and Corbin in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's where they'll have to either fight each other or somebody will cost somebody part of that match.
1: Right. They're
2: still so, doing the chamber this year?
1: I, don't, I think so. I think it, they are. It,
0: it showed up in that like towards the end of the show when they were flipping through all the pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. Said oh, okay, Elimination okay. Chamber. I didn't think they were. I thought it was going away as a standalone,
2: but maybe not. Man, uh, I, would like, I like the Elimination Chamber.
1: I'm hoping that they get rid of uh money in the bank. And just <laughs> bring it back, just bring it back to WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, it should be, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, maybe that hopefully
1: this year with them trying to uh use it as a stadium event. They'll, they'll get it through their minds like, okay, maybe we need to like X this out and say to ourselves, like, you know, let's move on. All right, next match we had, we had the Street Profits versus RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team titles. I thought this would be the end of um, RK Bro. It doesn't look that way. Once again, WWE has shitted on the Street Profits. <laughs> I have no one. And then I, I sent out a tweet and I, I tagged Mike in it and I said, if the, the Amigos get in the ring tonight, I'm I'm going to go to sleep. I'm just going to stop going on Twitter for the night and that would have been it. And sure enough, Mike didn't, you know what's the crazy thing is that Mike didn't even hit me and said, hey, go to bed, good night. It was somebody else that read the tweet and was like, all right, Kenny, go to bed. It's time to go to sleep because the Amigos came out with um, RK Bro <sighs> Listen, I like the Amigos, some of their music. I thought that WWE was gonna use them like the way they normally use like their their musical talent and maybe just sing a song, you know, um, maybe entertain us a little bit, especially with um, a lot of the roster not being on the card this, you know, tonight. So I said, oh, we're gonna get a concert from the Amigos for a little bit, just to like stretch out the show a little bit. But no, we ended up getting them being ringside sitting down in their own personal chairs, um, watching the match and then getting in the ring with Randy Orton and um, uh, Matt Riddle. Guys, what did you think, Mike? I'm going to start with you and then go to toe.
0: I mean, it's sports entertainment. (laughs) You're in their hometown. Like if you can get a group like that, that's so well known, they're going to do it. But yeah, I'd rather them have cost Orton and Riddle the belts. And turned mm-hmm. on them and helped Street Profits, but
1: right.
0: I, just, I just I don't really I didn't care about this match because um, I haven't been impressed with the Street Profits lately. I don't like Riddle uh, Orton. I feel like eventually we're going to get him back in in the singles run, but it's just something different for his career. But yeah, I mean I get where you're coming from, but at the end of the day, they're just trying to get the crowd excited for what's going on for a match that is too face tag teams and then at the end of the match they all like hug it out in the ring like street profits just need to change their attitude like yeah that
1: was that was so weird to have them all in the ring oh, we lost, goes, but it's cool putting Good up match, the day bro. one putting up the day one sign and just like saying to themselves like hey like we're, we're all friends like no like, like seriously like bro like you guys just lost the tag team titles like there should be a, maybe like a heel turn or something. Like that. So,
2: nah, I, I completely agree with you. First off, am I the only one that was thinking the fuck are the Amigos doing coming out with Randy Orton and, and Matt yeah. Riddle?
1: <laughs> I thought so too, but then, I, I, but then I looked on Twitter and Instagram, and the, the the Amigos have been Randy Orton fans
2: okay for
1: forever. So there was pictures of them like at before they, yeah, yeah, they were like when before they became high you know really big rappers or whatever like they will go to wwe shows in atlanta and always take pictures of randy orton because you know randy orton loves rap music so, i didn't know that yeah yeah no he's a really big <laughs> rap fan like I, I did not know that at no 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 all. randy orton is is a is is a big rap fan and he loves rap music especially like down south music so all these rappers know who randy orton is because he goes to their shows oh
2: okay so, I, that's a surprise to me.
1: So, he's but, been to like Amigos shows in Atlanta and shit like that. It's fucking crazy. Like, I don't, I don't.
0: Orton's, Orton's from St. Louis. I can see him listening to some Nelly nope. or something.
2: Okay. I hate you. <laughs> But, I mean, the match was okay. Yeah. But it's like every time Randy Orton gets in the ring, it's like you got uh, the most unstoppable wrestler in the world. You know, it, it just seems so unfair that he's wrestling these two fucking guys when he gets in the ring. It could be a two on one handicap match the way he wrestles. He doesn't even need Riddle, right?
1: The, you, I mean, know know that, I, you know what? You know what I think it is because he said it on the Broken Skull sessions when he was on there. Like, I think he's just having fun. Oh yeah, like he
0: like that. Yeah. It's not the end of his career, but it's like he's <laughs> he's at that like that peak where it's all down from here like yeah. i'm just gonna have fun i'll probably get one more title reign maybe or one more shot at the belt but for now i'm just having fun with like yeah. the younger talent he's still in great shape he can still wrestle mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, like the goofy stuff with with the uh, riddle but eventually mm-hmm. like in just a blink of an eye he's gonna turn on him like we're gonna get that hill Orton again
1: yeah,
2: I, I thought the Street Profits were gonna jump him after the match. I, you they know what? I
1: ring? I thought so too, especially with the way uh, everything ended, and uh, you have like the Amigos there and stuff like that, and that would have been perfect for the Street Profits to uh, turn heel and you know go after RK Bro, especially if Randy Orton is gonna protect the Amigos from them, you know, getting hurt. That's that's a, that's an easy that's an easy layup for Vince, you know, but. Uh, maybe Vince is not there. I don't know. You know, that's an easy layer for Nick Khan to Seems like to to. They'll do
0: that. They could do on Raw like tomorrow night because they'll just go, let's have a rematch and then Migos oh, we're gonna, won't yeah. be there. It won't be in Atlanta. Then they can turn on
1: him. Yeah, that, we're gonna end up getting more rematches tomorrow sure. from this pay per view. Yeah. You know,
2: and especially especially the way the Street Profits were acting while they were wrestling. My man's doing the Harlem Shake like yeah and, he's, and then he he does the fucking lean with a rock with it you know what i'm saying like i was like all right my man he's doing his thing all right let's jump him at the end of the match what happened
1: exactly and they didn't do none of that which is you know very disappointing you know um but like i like even mike said like we're gonna end up getting these guys once again tomorrow and maybe hopefully we might end up getting a uh, new tag team t- champs or we're going to get that heel turn from the street profits that we're looking for.
2: I hate you, but the way that I don't know if they were trying to do this, because was the Montez for positive for COVID a couple weeks ago?
1: Uh, No, I think it was Belair because she wasn't on the show. Oh, so he had a corner tonight. Thing? Yeah. So okay. like, he was, he was away from, from her for a while. So she hasn't been seen at all. Like I literally thought, because they didn't say whether or not she tested positive for COVID. Um, I literally thought that maybe she was just going to be on quarantine for a while leading into uh, day one, and she was going to end up having maybe having another match with Dewdrop. You know, uh, that was another person who wasn't even on the card at all either. So, like I said, half the freaking roster that you guys use normally on a, on a Monday, they were all home well
0: and is that on purpose like as many people that had to miss last week are they like if you're not on the show tonight Mm -hmm. no reason to even have you there like right all the like you didn't need them on the uh pre-show you didn't need them on the whatever it is the bump or whatever they do beforehand Mm -hmm. like might as well not take the risk because you can't afford to go into a pay-per-view in four weeks that requires a minimum of 60 people and not be able to fill a roster so
2: Yeah, that's true.
1: Next match on the card, we had the uh, the A lister, Lay's favorite superstar, the Miz versus Edge, Brood Edge this time around. It seems like anytime somebody tests um, Edge's like uh, credibility when it comes to being back in the ring, he brings out the Brood side of him, which is always great to see. I just wish that. If they're gonna do the whole bloodbath thing, they will actually use red paint instead of black. I don't understand the reason why they won't use um red paint. I mean, if we can see somebody, you know, have a bloody mess, especially in AEW where they had a street fight just the other night, and we end up we just saw, you know, a bloody face and then Rich Holland with a bloody nose, and you know, the list can go on and on. I think you could give us a little bit of fake blood from from there. Am, am I right or am I wrong here?
2: You're right, I do not know why they're using black instead of for red. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, no answer on that one. Like, it doesn't look better or anything like that. Especially on white, that red would have, mm-hmm. I think, stood out better. But whatever. Like, you're you're trying to bring this character back, but it's like, it's like a mix. It's never like full fledged brood. Uh, but I like the look Edge had tonight, like the pants mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Obviously everybody oh, yeah. screaming screaming for a figure form of
1: that so that's yeah, that's definitely gonna be a figure i mean a, a lot of the outfits that we've seen tonight most likely is gonna end up being some type of action figure or either a basic or an elite going into you know going into this year so you know hopefully we'll get we'll get to see all that um this match to me was okay i didn't really think that it was a uh, you know it was needed maybe they could have maybe put this out as a second match in on the card, um, we all knew we all had a feeling like Beth Phoenix was gonna end up coming out tonight, well, being that what, they were so close to home. Yeah, we knew what the build was for. So. Right. So it looks like we're gonna end up getting uh, Beth Phoenix versus Beth Phoenix and Edge versus The Miz and uh, Maurice. This this would be her first match back, right? Like she's been because I don't think she's done any matches. Um, like the two Beth? times the two times she's left
0: yeah beth hasn't done anything i think since the rumble maybe that she was yeah there.
1: and then maurice hasn't done anything since the john cena no, nikki bella match right
2: didn't she have a brief run with natalia like a tag team like oh that's or, beth phoenix McMahon?
1: yeah so beth phoenix oh, and, and natalia yeah but i think maurice hasn't done anything since the nikki bella and john cena storyline and that was really? like whoo
0: which is basically yeah. the same storyline as this, kinda. But yeah, that's that's what I've. Miz and Miz should have won this tonight, and then yeah, he should have. And then then you could have had Beth show up tomorrow night, uh, and then set up for this tag match because obviously right. they're gonna put. Well, you would think they put them over, but now that Edge won this one, I don't know. Maybe Ms. and Marie win. Uh, whatever. Like it's, it's dumb fun. It's just a way to get extra people involved, and it's probably part of Edge going. Hey, like my career is almost over. I want to have a match with my wife involved. Sure, why not?
1: Pro Wrestling Podcast was like, uh, Beth Phoenix was at NXT 2.0 wedding. She was the person who officiated the wedding. And just thinking about that now, like WWE dropped the ball on this one by having Eric Bischoff on there. I mean, you could have kept them on to do the officiating. Uh, Turn the lights down. Edge comes out as the brood edge to interrupt the 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 wedding and then who stands there instead of um eric bischoff but beth phoenix that would would, have been great too
0: that would involve long-term storytelling and people we would have to believe people still watch nxt and raw at the same time
1: right because i mean if you if you introducing beth phoenix back again now and rumble is on what the 29th so you have you know a couple of Monday nights now to uh build the storyline between the four. You know, they're gonna have to do something, somebody in creative has to come together and say, like, this is what uh we have in mind, you know. But uh, but besides that, like I said, our, our this match was okay. I was really glad for it to end. I was just waiting for Beth Phoenix to uh finally show up. I think production was probably falling asleep just like I was because Beth Phoenix stood there for what two minutes, two, three minutes before they panned the camera to her and then they threw her music on for no right. apparent reason. Yeah. Like, we already we already saw her. Yeah. She was already there. And then you put her music on. It made no sense. It, 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 it's need funny. The music.
2: It's funny, you see the crowd on the hard camera, like, looking down the aisle. I thought there was a fight. Yeah. And then they started cheering, and I'm like, nah, there's somebody down there. Yeah,
0: Miz's and reaction, it, and then Maurice, like, yeah. took a while to turn around, but, like, unless it was just because this is a look we've never seen from Beth. And they're like, oh, maybe we need to put Beth's name on the screen and her music for people to realize who it is.
1: Yeah, because like, but the thing about it is like, my son is nine and he was like, oh, it's Beth Phoenix. And like, and then he even said the same thing. He was like, why are they playing her music now when she's already like (laughs) halfway down the ring? And I was like, Papa, I have no idea. Like if if a nine year old can can figure this out, I can only imagine the guys that are sitting in the back who's about 50, 60 years old, maybe, because, you know, Vince loves to keep the older guys around they say yes all the time. You know, you guys have maybe figure this out a little bit. But, you know, Edge wins. We get Beth Phoenix back. We're setting up for Rumble, most likely, to have these four step into the ring and uh, settle this feud. And then I don't know what's going to happen to Maurice. She's going to end up going back to doing Miz and Mrs., and uh, the miz is probably going to end up trying to challenge for another title. Uh I would have maybe say go to you know, um smackdown and try and get the um IC title back again because that's pretty much like the only title he can get at this point.
2: If they ever defend it,
1: That's enough. No, yeah. He wasn't even a contender. And he wasn't even on this on this pay-per-view either.
2: Yeah, um what's his face uh the announcer What's it? Uh, not Michael Cole, the other one.
1: Um, Ooh, Pat, Pat McAfee. McAfee.
2: Yes, Pat McAfee said it during the kickoff show. He's like, and and uh, Sammy Zayn's getting his title shot tonight, and Michael's not tonight. He's like, oh fuck, you think I watched the show? <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been an awesome time to have your secondary title defended. I don't know. Uh,
1: you know. Uh, you know, that's another yeah. thing too. We had no Damian Priest See, like now, I as I'm at now, as we're talking about this and we're going over this pay per view, like there were so many people. We had the Dirty Dogs. they're not there wasn't on the pay per view. We didn't have the U.S. title on the pay per view. We didn't have the I.C. title on the pay per view. Charlotte wasn't on the pay per view. We just as every yeah. did everybody get COVID all at the same time, or they like, just yeah. said fuck it. Like
2: we had Mad Cat Moss, so that's that that was a win for us for <laughs> us. Yeah. <laughs> That's not it. And oh we had God. the Amigos, too, yo.
0: I'm, I'm telling um, you, they were they just were, like, if you, if you don't need to be there, they didn't want you there tonight. Exactly. But they could, but they could have added matches, especially last minute losing, losing Roman. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I mean, have you been to Atlanta? It's uh-huh. like, there's no reason to go.
1: I mean, I haven't been to Atlanta. I've heard some, uh, some strip clubs are really good out in Atlanta. Sure. May have to go. You know, I've never been to I never been to a strip club in a day of my life, but uh, maybe I might go if I go to Atlanta, you know,
2: I've been to a few and I got a horror story, but that's for another show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll say that for another show. Oh, my God. Next match we had on here was for the Raw Women's Championship. We had Uh, hopefully this this match will come to a close. This feud that they had, we had Becky Lynch versus uh, Liv Morgan. I, I thought that the two, you know, gave us a really good match. Um, they were going back and forth with each other. I thought Liv Morgan looked really good. It was a couple of points where I said to myself, you know, Liv Morgan, most likely is going to be the, nor- the, the new Raw women's champion. But, uh, but at the end, uh, Becky Lynch retains her title and she is still your Raw women's champion. Uh, tell, what did you think of this match? And then I'll go, I'll kick it off to, uh, to Mike.
2: I think this match was good. It was just as good as the first time they wrestled on Raw. And it was one of the few matches tonight that actually had a story that they were trying to tell during the match. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, everyone knows I'm not the biggest Becky Lynch fan in the world, but she had a a good match with Liv Morgan today. And mm-hmm. I was on some... Are they going to give the title to Liv Morgan? A couple times. But they they solidified that, yo, Liv, you, you had two good... Sh- Two good opportunities, you lost clean this time. Like, you had to win the World Rumble to get another shot. In my eyes, that's just me. But you know how WWE is, if you show up and call somebody a bitch, you get a title shot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, she held her own in the match. I mean, obviously, when you're in there with somebody like Sasha or Becky or Bailey or Charlotte, like, they're going to carry you and the match is going to look better than it probably is. Uh, so obviously when she fights some lesser talent, it's not going to look as good, but I mean, Liv has grown a lot in this last year. Um, but yeah, like like Toe said, unless she wins something like the rumble, there's no reason she should be fighting for the title again. I'm sure if there's a women's chamber, she'll be in that, but, uh, yeah, if you're not putting the belt on her here, she's back, she's back to, I don't know, fighting Dewdrop or I don't know who else is on the roster anymore.
1: Now This is her second time uh, getting uh, a title opportunity against Vicky Lynch. Do we give her a third opportunity or do we stick her in the Rumble and let her freaking Rocky Balboa way to a championship and maybe getting that WrestleMania moment where she actually wins a title in Dallas? Probably, I say stick probably,
0: her in the
2: Rumble.
0: Let put her in the Rumble. I don't see her winning it. Like, that's... That's your time if you're going to bring back a Bailey or somebody like that back to the roster. Mm-hmm. Asuka, people like that. Like, as these people come back, like she's going to get dropped down the roster. This is probably part of why Tony Storm is out because mm-hmm. she knew she was about to lose a spot. All these women are going to come back.
1: Right. I mean, and we'll we'll get into uh, Tony Storm after this the this next match here. Because you know, I, I do. Want, I do wonder about like what led to Tony Storm just leaving. You know, after having uh, being in a triple threat match at a house show between Banks and uh, and Flair, and then just saying "fuck it," I, I don't want to be here anymore, and I'm gonna go home, like without even telling anybody anything. You know, but um, it was our last match of the night. Was a was supposed to be a fatal four way but ended up turning into a five-way dance. And that was for the WWE championship where uh, Big E was defending his title against uh, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, uh, Bobby Lashley, and now Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar needed an opponent since uh, Roman Reigns uh, tested positive for COVID. And he said. I'm
2: my bad that that
1: was. No. So what did you guys think of this?
0: It was. It wasn't a very long match, but like for what it was, it was fast paced. Uh, everyone kind of got their shots in and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, Lashley having Brock in the uh, uh, in the full Nelson or I don't know what the hell the name of it is. Hurt lock, hurt lock. There you go. Uh, like hitting that. He's the only one that didn't take the F five in the match. So I mean, obviously, people are wanting this Brocken bobby match so we're probably going to get it at some point i don't know if Mm -hmm. we stretch it all the way to mania or not uh but i could see him winning the rumble but at this point fuck he should be the next contender but he's going to get some kind of rematch at some point Uh, yeah i mean for for what it was and probably have to throw it together kind of last minute but Mm -hmm. it makes you really think like was brock going to win the belt from roman tonight who was going to win this match if brock wasn't in it uh and do you just walk do you walk up to e and do the same thing you did to kofi and you're like sorry you're dropping the belt to our our part-timer that makes more money than everybody yep. I, and i'm a brock fan i like brock mm-hmm. but it's just like when these things happen and you're like well something weird's gonna happen they can't let brock win the belt just randomly tonight well, right. he did. now he's on raw what does this do for the roman storyline what does this do for the paul Heyman storyline so
1: Yeah, that's another guy who I thought maybe, you know, Paul Heyman would come out with Brock tonight, and obviously he didn't. So they're going to keep that, you know, I guess that part of the storyline still um, under wraps until, you know, Roman could could come back. Um, But now that Brock Lesnar is the champion on Monday Night Raw, where does that leave Roman Reigns? You know, who is going to be the next person to challenge Roman for the universal title? Somebody needs to step in now. Um, into into this picture for a smackdown and give Roman something to to do. Um, being that these were like five guys in a ring, especially five big guys in the ring as uh you know big e likes to say uh, a whole bunch of guys bumping meat. you know uh, it, I thought this match was really clean. I thought this match was like uh, you know it, it was quick I know me and to talked about this off air we was like this was really fast because I really didn't expect for this you know peer review to end so early. Yeah. You know, that's why I hit you guys up and I was like, we're still gonna go at an eleven. And it was like ten forty five when when this match is over. And I was just like, Wow, okay. Um, but I, I thought that Seth Rollins and you know Kevin Owens working together. I thought it was smart, you know, for them to to do so, especially uh, you know, given the fact that you have, you know, Bobby and Brock and and B G in this match. Um I, I want to see more. I want to see what's going to happen next. I want to see what's going to happen on, on on Monday or, you know, we didn't get Paul Heyman tonight. Maybe we can get them tomorrow, you know, coming in with Brock Lesnar. Um, we could get MVP trying to get, you know, Bobby Lashley, a title shot at, at, at the rumble. We could get, you know, Big E entering the Royal rumble because you know, the way they do creative now in WWE, they might not even give him a title shot off the bat. I mean, they might even give him a rematch.
2: That's true, yeah. I mean, yeah, this has to be the fastest five way we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So a, it, it works with the way that they screwed over Kofi, right? You know, so they did it him in seven seconds. They do uh, Big E in uh, what seven minutes, something like that.
1: Something, but it, but Big E did look. Think about it is between the strong. difference. But yeah, the difference between you know Big E losing the title and Kofi Kingston losing the title. It wasn't like a uh, ring the oh, bell. No. And a quick squash match between the two. Like, yeah. we actually seen, like, when, when Big E had the opportunity to go one-on-one with Brock Lesnar, he knocked him out of the ring. He almost gave him the big ending. He held his own throughout the match. And now he came, he comes in, and he loses, you know, uh, he loses clean. It wasn't like uh, somebody hit him from behind, and Brock Lesnar came and hit him with an F5. Like, he lost in a, in a good way. You know, and I wasn't mad at it. I was mad at the fact that Biggie lost because I wanted him to win. But I'm, uh, you know, I am hoping that they put Biggie in the Royal Rumble and he wins this, or gives him a title shot at the Royal Rumble where we can actually get a good match between the two. And then just let Bobby Lashley win the Rumble, and then we can get Brock versus Bobby at uh, at Mania.
0: I would love that. It's not even that he lost. It's that it's that or or that Brock won. It's that Biggie took the pinfall. That was kind of the surprising, but I guess it makes it so you don't have this whole, well, I never got pinned, I didn't lose Mm -hmm. the belt type thing. Um, It does kind of work out uh, for like my hopes for the Rumble. I don't know if you've listened to to the run-in this week because I was on there with DJ and Tommy. We were talking about Rumble predictions. Now that Mm -hmm. you have Brock on one show and Roman on another show, this is the perfect time for a new Paul Heyman guy to come in. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe win the rumble, and then you can build that story of which guy is he going to go after, and and I'm hoping that that ends up being Walter. I want Walter yeah. to be on the main roster. I want him to be a Paul Heyman guy, and I could see him going with either one of those guys in a in a Mania like main event type match.
1: Because yeah, Walter's still doing great work now um, in NXT UK. Uh, he has a match coming up, I think, this that's, this Tuesday. That's,
0: that's the part that hurts, is they announced him for NXT this week. And I'm like, oh, like he yeah. hasn't been on TV in forever outside of that Cesaro uh, tour they did in the UK. Uh-huh. I was like, man, you could bring him into the main roster now. Because there's been all this talk that he's finally moving to the States and going to uh, join full time. But that hasn't happened yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the rumble coming up in a couple of weeks, I can see them actually using Walter for um, for the rumble. I mean, because you don't really have too many people on the main roster need on both the NXT ends. People so, so you're, yeah, you're you're gonna need those NXT people. So I can see Walter, you know, being on there. We're gonna get Breaker with two Ks on there. We're gonna get um, you know, we're gonna get Pete. <laughs> we're gonna get Pete Dunn. We're gonna get freaking. We might get um. Chompa on here so it's gonna turn into a freaking three brand royal rumble where they're gonna they're, they're definitely gonna split this up yeah
2: that's okay you know but the way i would do it is i would have seth rollins and kevin owens versus brock at the rumble and mm-hmm. then biggie win the rumble and then jump ship and go fight roman reigns for the for the title at wrestlemania and then have bobby win elimination chamber to fight uh brock lesnar at wrestlemania because you'll have the new day completed. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to keep this shit going with the bloodline, you have the, the completed new day versus the completed bloodline. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that that is a WrestleMania match, one that we never thought we'd see, Roman Reigns versus Big E. Right. It's brand new, and there's hopes that Big E can actually beat Roman Reigns. Right.
1: So do we? Uh, what do we give this pay-per-view from a score from uh, 1 to 10, 10 being the highest? one being, why did I watch this pay-per-view tonight?
0: Uh, man, I mean, I'm disappointed we didn't get the Roman Brock match, but for what we did get, I, I still pull it, put it in the solid eights. Mm-hmm. Like maybe maybe like eight and a half. Like it wasn't perfect by any means, but like matches got time. There wasn't a lot of like flubs and stuff. I feel like they probably had to totally scrap the original fatal four way when you threw Brock in and that's probably why it went quicker and was just a bunch of hitcher moves. And then Brock gets this pinfall, but right. I still enjoyed the show overall and we're not going to get, obviously like you only get January 1st on a Saturday or Sunday every few years. So mm-hmm. we're not going to get this pay-per-view all the time. Um mm-hmm. So I hope it's something they do going forward.
1: Uh, I mean, we could, we could get this pay-per-view again next year. If you think about it, except it won't be on a Saturday. It'll be on a Sunday because uh, New Year's Day will be on a Sunday. So, most likely, we're going to end up getting this again. The,
0: the, uh, we were talking about the Saturday thing. The Rumbles on a, on a mm-hmm. Saturday this year. Yep. So, we're going to get that, too. This isn't a pay-per-view anymore. This is a premiere event. Well, yeah, premiere. Sorry. Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: What was about? that? I, did, I didn't get that. I mean, we'll I get to Chris's question in a minute. But I, I did notice that at the kickoff, they said if you... If you had two different versions of of Peacock, they were, were going to go more in depth into the fatal five way match. Yeah, I think it's and if hat. you didn't, you would get a commercial. Which I yeah. I, I didn't even get that. I, it made me question. It made me look at my uh, my account, and I was like, wait a minute, which account? Like, which service do I have? Because I know I pay for Peacock. Yeah, but I'm like, just like like, it's like which a five
2: dollar and a ten dollar tier? I think. Yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a four dollar and a five dollar. Oh, that was that it. Yeah. 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 I remember I was like, you know what? I'm fancy. I'll pay the extra dollar.
0: For yeah, see, I, remember, I remember when it first switched over and everybody was like, oh, I was paying 10 for uh, the network. And now it goes to this and it's all included. But then there was like a deal if you signed up for so many months or whatever. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's smart. How many if they can get a dollar out of every person mm-hmm. to not get some kind of weird commercial stuff like that. But I mean. For the last few years with the network, we really didn't have pay-per-view anymore. You didn't pay thirty dollars a show like we used to. So it's weird that they've taken this long to finally call it a premiere, a premiere event, or give it some kind of alternate name. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so we'll hopefully we'll get this premiere show again yeah. next year, but this time we'll be on a Sunday. Uh, I want to touch base on a couple of things here. Um, yesterday, we, we all spoke off air, you know, through, through group chats and stuff like that. Uh, everybody had their own different opinions. I wanted to get your guys' opinions here. Essentially, we have like a, a three round table here of just like different, you know, like, you know, races here. So we all can't say like, oh, you know, you guys are all, you know, uh, African American or Hispanic or, you know, whatever, and giving your opinion on, on one thing. And that was Tony Khan. Um, Ending the year by everybody on Twitter and Instagram hating his guts because he decided to be uh, butthurt and say that Big Swole, uh, the reason why Big Swole's contract ended and he didn't want to resign her is because her in-ring sucked Um, after the fact that you just praised this female athlete that you had on your roster so big when she decided not to sign with you guys. And then she voiced her opinion on something and you, everybody just went crazy. Well, he went crazy and fell some type of way, Sent out his tweet, which sent out a million other tweets where I just like, I was at my sister-in-law's house when this happened and I was reading it. And I like, I went on Twitter and I said a couple of things and I was drinking at the time. So a lot of stuff, I don't remember what I said, you know what I mean? But, um, but what did you guys think of the of the tweet itself? Um, I'll start off with Mike and then I'll, I'll shoot it over to uh, to Toe.
0: I mean, it's the era we live in. Like, mm-hmm. fucking everybody has to be a keyboard warrior and, and can't not say anything. Like, right. you're fucking Tony Khan. Like, you're in charge of this company. Don't fucking say anything. Like, just shut up. Like, I, I personally, like, the few matches of Swole I saw, like, She has a great look and stuff, but a lot Mm -hmm. of times, yes, she would botch moves, but hell, every girl on that roster has. like No no one's perfect. Even some of the guys in that company, Mm -hmm. no one's perfect. And now that she's out, so it's like the moment she blames it on whatever uh, or she voices her opinion, he had to come back and say something like, oh, I got to defend myself. Like I can't have people mad at me and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, just dumb. And then everyone... Of course, has to have an opinion, has to say something about it, and it just starts a whole thing. So, uh, and it sucks for her because it'll, uh, what was the guy? There was a guy a couple of years ago um, that got cut from NXT, maybe that I felt like something really similar happened.
1: Uh, oh, you're talking about Ock. Um, well, he kind of felt it. like, yeah, he, um, he ended up leaving because he said that WWE was being racist to him and he wasn't getting his uh, his fair share, and then um, they came up. This is the time when, like, NXT was premiering on the USA Network, and they used his name, but the way they made the graphic look like it was, like, red lips with teeth, oh, but it looked yeah. like his name. You remember oh, the way they did it?
2: Blackface. Yeah, like on a shirt yeah, or something.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I, yeah, forgot, yeah. I forgot the name that they used back in NXT for him. Was it Smiles
2: or some shit?
1: No, it was... What the fuck was his name? I'm... I know once I'm going to remember his name when we get off air, I know this and I hate that this is happening now. And it's
0: not the, I don't want to say it's the same thing. Like other than you're just throwing like people saying people are underutilized or, and then people want to throw race and stuff like that into it. It just turns it into a whole thing. And then it splits like all your wrestling people and you get Mm -hmm. your anti WWE people and your anti AEW people and Tony Khan can do no wrong. And then everybody wants to defend. So I'm hoping like Swole takes the, the high road on this and she's right. not on Twitter, or YouTube or Instagram and like having to put up like a video mm-hmm. every day and talk shit like she, she can come out of this as like okay. uh, the bigger person in the end.
1: Chris, Chris helped us out here. He this. said Jordan, Jordan Miles was the name he went by in, um, in NXT. Yeah. Thanks, Chris.
0: So, yeah, I, I hope this doesn't, and then, like uh, I mean, like some of the talent and stuff, like uh, some of them speaking up, and then some of them mm-hmm. kind of being against. And
1: yeah, because you had um you had Will Hobbs go on there, and you know uh you know, backing Tony Khan. Yeah, well, it, Leo Leo Rush somebody and WWE? Leo Rush. Well, we'll get into his comments, um, you know uh, 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 a little later. But like yeah, Will Hobbs was on there, and he's you know he praised. You know AEW and Tony Khan for helping him out, especially like when his mom passed away. They were, you know, they were there to like make sure he was okay if he needed anything as far as like funeral expenses and stuff like that. Um, uh, the captain was was on there as well. You know, praising um, AEW and and like all the stuff that they do. You know, um, Jade Cargill was on. You know, went on Twitter and, and and praised you know a lot of a lot of the stuff that Tony Khan has done, and you know I feel bad in the situation for like first swole because she is a really great talent, and there are times just like Mike said that um, you know she did botch a couple of things, but you know you and, and I can't say that it was maybe due to like you know her illness as far as like her in ring you know stuff is concerned, but um, but I, I just think maybe this should have been handled a little bit different well you I mean, know she
0: doesn't she doesn't work there anymore like she's gonna right. have things to say where the people who do still work there like the Hobbs yeah. and Jade card gill and stuff like that they're gonna come to defend the company and stuff mm-hmm. like that like if they stood up for uh something or said something who knows what could happen to them they don't want to cost themselves a job but at the end of mm-hmm. the day like i don't like say what you believe and hope that it doesn't come back on you but it's still shitty. Like the whole thing turned into more than it probably needed to be. But sometimes if you don't say anything, it's just going to get worse.
2: Yeah. So, my, my thing was, I saw your tweet and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck happened now? And then I see cons tweet about that. She wasn't good enough. I mean, she was good enough during the pandemic to be with Britt Baker. Right. Mm-hmm. and that, You know, they had a high profile program with Britt Baker. Yep. They had that match in the dentist's office. So I don't see that whole, she was, she, she wasn't she good enough to match. be there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she, she was there, and yeah. from what I understand, she stopped wrestling because she was sick. It wasn't yeah. because, oh, she sucks. No, it stopped wrestling because she was sick. She had a sickness, and then she just wound up being on other shows, and she wasn't really advertised on AEW or thing on Dark or some shit like that. Yeah, See, but then, I didn't even know.
0: I didn't even know she was sick. But it seems like yeah, that yeah. That stuff what, doesn't. That stuff doesn't come out like AEW. Like mm-hmm. you never yeah. hear why someone's not on TV. I
2: think yeah. she had. She has a disease, right? Yeah, it's. it's uh, I don't know what it is, but. It's, it's something she's dealt with her whole life and I think it flared up or something like that. And that's why yeah, she it,
1: gives, it gives you like body aches and stuff like that. So it's yeah. hard for you to like move. with like Something like that, where you can't yeah. really move around as much. So, and you know, there were times where even when she did her, when, when she said she was going to retire from AEW and she wasn't going to be a part of AEW anymore, where she said she was just like, when she did that match, the, the weekend of all out, when she did the, the three falls match, she was in a lot of pain. Like she was taking painkillers just to
2: Crohn's um, disease.
1: Yeah, she was. She was in a lot of pain just to get through those. You know, through each each one of those matches. So I was just like, you know. And then you you go ahead and you praise her, you know, on media calls and on Twitter and and all this other stuff. And now she says one little thing. She voices her opinion. And you just you just shit on her, and this is not well, the first time that Tony Khan has done something like this. But well, that's well, Tony Khan well, well,
0: being this this young. Uh, know, do you want to call him a promoter? But like this younger guy who lives in this era where you can get online and, and immediately talk to fans mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like Vince McMahon is not getting on Twitter and being like, "Here's why I had Brock Lesnar beat." Yep.
2: Be- you you e know what tonight. it is? Like I think Khan's trying to be like Dana White. Because he yeah. did make mention, he did make mention to Dana White saying controversial shit, and people loving him for it. And mm-hmm. I think he thinks if he becomes popular, then AEW becomes popular even more. But I want to get what was the thing that Swole said? Is there no diversity in management in AEW, or just in the main event for AEW? She, well,
1: I'm sorry, go, Mike.
2: No, I don't. I don't know. Like, if it's if it's the people
0: who have the belts, is it?
1: I mean, she said and like uh, you know not going like verbatim of the words that she said i'll I'll summarize a lot of the stuff that she said you know she she talked about her daughter you know she said that she used her daughter used to watch um wwe programming all the time and now she barely watches wwe because you know, like only like when her dad is on she'll watch wwe right um but she noticed it when she was watching like aew she turned to her mom and was just like i don't see anybody that looks like me You know, meaning like, you know, like the way a lot of young girls now go on on SmackDown or Raw and they see Bianca Belair and they can see themselves as Bianca Belair. You know, I mean, you can see maybe like these younger girls say like, I can see myself as like Liv Morgan. You know, she was what she really wasn't seeing that in AEW. So that was like a big reason for her saying like, "Okay, you're not really representing us like the way um, like you should, you know, AEW does have a lot of different diversity when it comes to their roster because they have from, you know, transgender to, um, you know, straight up gay and lesbian LGBTQ, um, athletes on here. You have, you know, Hispanics, you have African Americans, you have Indian, you have a, a a big range of different cultures in AEW. But you know, the thing about it is, is like, how are you actually using these people to represent you you know is and is what i think is where she was coming from you know because aew does do a lot of work you know i can't praise aew on that they do a lot of work for the community wherever they go and but it's just when it comes to talent i don't really see it as much like when was the last time we seen will hobbs do anything besides i know he he praised aew but when was the last time we actually seen will hobbs do anything really major at all uh, Scorpio Sky has been with Ethan Page for God knows how many months and we haven't really seen him do anything to you know maybe a couple of you know mixed tag matches here and there but anything single wise we haven't seen that you know uh, Sammy Guevara we thought that he was gonna have a really good run with the aid, with the TNT title he loses to Cody you know uh, I said it before and and I'll, and I'll keep saying it again I, I think the only reason why the Lucha Bros won the tag team titles because the young bucks were hurt and they needed they needed somebody to to hold the belt. So now why not give it to the Lucha Bros because they're they will be the next one. You don't want to get to F T R again and let them do anything with it. So it's like you know and then and then you have Thunderosa that eventually she's gonna get that you know a, a bigger push and she's gonna um and she's gonna do something there. You know uh pro wrestling podcast says dante martin is really over with with the crowd he is he's getting ready over but guess who's outshining dante martin right now hook is
2: yeah i mean you know it's i i said the same thing on my on the 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 knucklehead podcast a couple weeks ago you know how the wwe they get african-american champions now don't mean shit you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying but and and I see where you're coming from with AEW because Hobbs, all I see him really do is put over, Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. You know he put over Orange Cassidy for that tournament in the for full gear, and he really hasn't been doing anything. Dante, yo, I mean my man is whiter than fucking. I mean, he's, he's black, but let's, let's, let's just, let's just get, you know what I'm saying. We got to talk about skin color. You know
1: what I'm saying? He's lighter than all of us put together. Put you know, it that yeah. way. But
2: but not, not you know that aside. I'm just saying he's he's a hot commodity because he can he can fly. But in all honesty, they're not really doing nothing with him, but showcasing him. Mm-hmm. He's not getting title matches. Jay Lethal had one match since he's been there against Sammy Sammy Guevara, and like you said, Sammy Guevara got put over. But for the women, at least, name an African-American woman that can hang hang with Thunder Rosa. Not too many. Not
1: not too many. You
2: know what I'm saying? So if we're going to just talk about, like, to be fair, to play devil's advocate, not everything is racist, but just in all honesty, they're pushing Jade Carwell a lot just Mm because of her size. And I can understand why. Big swole's daughters, like I, you know, that don't look like me because right. she had no aspirations to be big and strong with all those yeah. muscles. But Red Velvet, she's still pretty green. Like she, she had her shot against Britt Baker, but I can't see her holding that title. No.
1: Nope.
2: And and as you know, they had two Asian women h- held the AEW championship. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about diversity, AEW is doing a lot more diversity than the WWE. That is true. But it, but if you want to talk about just, you know, speaking out for the African American culture, I can see that that's where the argument is, because Leo Rush made that point on mm-hmm. one of the tweets said that, that Gigi retweeted is like, you know, it was one of those things like you don't have anybody to, sh- you know, to show you how to represent us, mm-hmm. which I, I get. You know what I'm saying? But there are a lot of mixed, you know, diversity in AEW, not a, not there's only one in the top right now with the champions, you know, with the world champions. And you know the TBS, but but what but you know what I'm trying to say is that it's like it's it's very soon for a company that's just been out for two years that doesn't have that deep of rasa, at least for the women's division, to be talking about diversity. You know, like you he he took what he could get, and he's doing the best he can with it. I don't agree with him saying that she that she was whack, and you know that's why we kicked her out, because he should have just been like, "Yo, listen, she chose not to sign with us, and you know what." I'm gonna if she don't wanna be here, I granted her her you know her release, so I didn't sign her back. And if she wants to come back, she's more than welcome to. Me. Be you know, be be an adult and, speak right. and be cordial. You don't need to put this shit out in, in Twitter. But and then
1: and what was was bad about it now is like uh I feel bad for Jay Cargill and uh Ruby Riot because now they're going into this match and you really don't know um what is the actual meaning behind them you know the person winning the title because if you give it to uh jay cargill it's it's everybody everybody yeah everybody's gonna be like well he only did it because of the backlash that happened over the weekend you know if you give it to ruby riot now everyone's gonna go on twitter and say you see this is what i'm talking about this is the reason why you know, Tony Khan doesn't like, you know, um, African-Americans or whatever they're going to end up saying on freaking Twitter because Twitter was live last night. You know, as much as I as much as I was sitting there, I was like, I went on Twitter and there was like at least maybe like because like me and Dave, we, we go on spaces on, on Twitter. And there was like maybe like six, like six spaces all dedicated to Tony Khan. Like, it was ridiculous. Or or somebody was retweeting something or tweeting whatever the case may be. So, like, you know, going into this CBS match now for the new year, I don't know. Like, I don't know what they're going to do to uh, to spin this. Yeah.
0: I mean, the whole time going into this tournament, I just assumed Jade was winning it anyways.
1: Yeah, okay. um, I thought so, too. That but, was a, but, that was my prediction for everything. But, it was like she was going to win the whole thing.
0: But Jade is along the same lines as like swole, like she has a great look, but I've never mm-hmm. been impressed with her in the ring. Like she has a presence and right. she hits the right moves, but a lot of times it's it's sloppy. She's green, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh which is probably why they have the secondary title so that she can carry it and fight some of these yep. other girls why uh Britt Baker is probably gonna hold that main title for the rest of, most of this year probably. Yeah. Uh and just so that they only put their higher talent and stuff like that, but yeah, it's I mean no, nothing seems to divide uh, wrestling fans more than somebody throws race in it and it just upsets everybody. And I get it, but at the same time, like just, it sucks because it just it, it pisses so many people off and it gives everybody a reasoning behind everything, like like it doesn't have to be why this person won a belt or this person but like you said we're going into this TBS title match and now everybody when it's over is going to say this is why they won not because they're the better wrestler or they're better fit to have this title.
2: Yeah.
1: So the last question I had I'll, I'll ask you guys before we wrap up here. So should Tony Khan um have somebody to handle his Twitter? <laughs> because at this point, to me, I feel like he's turning into uh, Donald Trump when it comes to somebody pissing him off and him going strictly on Twitter and just saying to, and just like, I have to, I have to tweet something about this, or do we just let Tony talk his shit and see what happens next?
2: I don't want about- to be the, I don't want to be the guy to tell somebody not to be who they are, mm-hmm. but when you have all that money and you're, you're the head of a organization that can make change mm-hmm. in any kind of way think twice before you say shit you know what I'm saying
0: do you remember it's been years when uh, Herm Edwards he used to be the Jets coach he mm-hmm. was on ESPN and he said don't press send yeah. like, t- type it out as much uh-huh. as you want put it in the drafts it. Mm-hmm. delete it whatever don't fucking press send You're you. he had to know like he was going to cause an issue by oh yeah Yep, because no matter what he said, it was gonna come back on him. Like,
2: see, there, just, there are times I send out a tweet or a thing on Instagram story, and I I have my boy look at it like, <laughs> look at this real quick. I, nobody's gonna look at it, but look at this real quick. It's cool. All right, cool. Let me. <laughs> let me send it out, you know? Yeah,
0: and that's and that's it for for like for like us. Maybe a handful of people see it, and we have time to delete it. Mm-hmm. No one screenshots it. The moment yeah. Tony Khan presses something, a million people probably saw it in less exactly. than an hour.
1: And it's out yep. there like you can't like go back some, on yeah, it like, yeah because when, when something's bothering me i i'm either sending it to toe and be like you see this shit? and i'll type out everything that i feel or i'll send it to like mike and the and, the, and like the other guys and stuff like that and i'll be like you see this bullshit? but like you know unless i'm drinking then i'll send it off and i be like i right, it <laughs> like i did last night i was going i was going off but, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I don't know that we got to see what happens now with, uh, with dynamite, you know, they are premiering this Wednesday on TBS, so we'll see a little bit more, but, uh, we've been on here for like over an hour, so I'm going to let you guys go from here. Uh, thank you for, for joining in and everybody else that joined into, to this recap show of day one. We talked a little, we talked about day one. We talked a little bit of Tony Khan and, and big swole. Uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit more on Wednesday when I'll jump on again and we can have more conversations about the rest of the week in wrestling um, Monday, which is I was about to say tomorrow because my mind is all over the place. But on Monday, we me and Toe, we return back with the uh, Monday Night Raw watch alongs, uh, you can definitely catch Mike over on the run in podcast because he's like a regular there as well. Um, At this point, I have no idea if I have a job with them anymore unless they, you know, they're going to give me my papers soon enough and just, you know, send me on my way because they haven't been doing any corrections, which I did listen to the show this week and he said no Kenny's corrections. And there was no corrections because you guys had two interviews, okay, and you had an award show. So there was nothing to correct at all. You know, I knew Kenny's corrections on another podcast because Toe's looking at me like, what the fuck is that? Right. So I do corrections on another podcast called the Running Pod, right? Where I, I correct them on a lot of the stuff that they they say wrong, and then they okay. they they'll talk about it the next week. So I, um, I I'm almost about to lose my job because I haven't said I haven't said anything in the last like two weeks. So, but um, plugging in some more stuff here. See the pro wrestling podcast uh, Tuesday. He has, uh, in my opinion, where he's going to have the Knuckleheads on there as well. Tyson is is plugging in his time in here. He's going to be with us every Monday like he normally is, and uh, that that is it, right? Uh, Mike, do you have anything to say? No,
0: I'm I'm glad we got a pretty good show. Like you said, it's Saturday, so we have all day tomorrow to be lazy and and watch football, yeah. and we'll see what happens on Monday. And I'll be uh, checking in with you guys on the the live show, and then we're uh, we're going to the Rumble and. Then mm-hmm. The road,
2: to, the road to WrestleMania is, is upon us. Where you did make a mistake, Kenny. What's tomorrow, up? tomorrow technically is Monday. <laughs> Today's Sunday.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Because you we're because we're past midnight. See Tyson right now goes says, go December eleven minutes after midnight. So tomorrow is Monday. <laughs> okay, Tyson. Tyson yeah. has Tyson with the corrections here. There you
0: you guys, guys on the on the East Coast today?
1: That's right. He because <laughs> Mike's time is still Saturday. Ah, see so technically I'm I'm right I'm half right <laughs> here uh God but guys thank you for tuning in to uh, the recap show with the call up thanks to uh Phil Genel the hot take kid for providing us with a platform here on uh the fake cave thanks to the guys to the running podcast they tried to make an appearance because they used to do the recap shows with us um, but uh Tom is most likely on another hockey trip. Uh, DJ is hanging out with his with his lady now, so they left us So now it's always me and Mike here. Um, but you can catch them every Thursday on the running podcast um, on all streaming platforms. you can actually catch them too on the Fit cave. Um, they have a new patreon that's coming out. They have different tiers there. so if you go to Instagram, check out their tier system. It's really good. you get a lot of cool stuff, a lot of giveaways every single month and every week. Uh, They give you something new. They give you behind the scenes. They give you interviews. Uh, Mike does something on there. I am doing stuff on there as well. So it's Phil. Um, It gives you access to the uh, Fit Cave Facebook group, which you can get uh, tons of deals if you're looking on wrestling figures or you're looking for like t-shirts. They pretty much, if if you have something wrestling related, you're going to be able to find it on uh, the Fit Cave and anything NECA as far as like, uh, Ninja Turtles is concerned, or maybe like Ghostbusters, you can find it on there too, so uh, give them a follow, go on Instagram, type in The Running Pod, uh, subscribe to their Patreon, uh, support uh, these two great guys that um, take a lot of time out of their day to provide more and more stuff for the uh, IWC community, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok because I'm blowing up on there now too I have to start doing some more videos on there no dance videos, just, you know, wrestling nah, we, stuff. We like got
2: to see you dance, Kenny.
1: Maybe once. Maybe once. One time for the new year, I'll, I'll give you a dance video. Um, subscribe to the uh, Pro Wrestling Podcast. He has a lot of good stuff going on there as well. And that is it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And you guys have a great night.